I'm Allison Katzkowski, otherwise known as The Allison K. I'm a fitness innovator and entrepreneur turned business mentor and retreat master. A client experience is more than just making the sale or the transaction. A client experience is about how it's put together so that clients can receive amazing real transformation. Here you'll hear all about how the industry leaders are creating amazing experiences. I'm always going to give it to you straight because I know your time is valuable. Are you ready? Let's get into the show. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Kaskowski. Welcome back to this week's edition of Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. I am your host. I'm really excited about my guest today. Today, I'm talking to Amy Thurman, who calls herself a story development coach, but she also refers to herself as a disabled entrepreneur. And she does that because she wants to change the stigma and she wants to really let other people know if that's you, that this doesn't have to be your story. Thank you so much for joining me today, Amy. Allison, thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor. I'm so happy to be here. Fantastic. Well, why don't we start with just giving us a little bit of info on your story? Sure. I start by saying I'm Amy Thurman. I live with a broken neck because nine years ago in 2014, I passed out, landed on my face on the hardwood floor. The impact sheared my brainstem, caused a traumatic brain injury, a whole lot of other issues, but it actually broke my neck. And that went undetected for six months. And it was nine months before I could have surgery to repair it. But there was just so much damage done in those nine months that I continued to live with a broken neck. Wow. So I can only hold my head up for a few hours at a time. I have to rest a lot. I have chronic fatigue syndrome, chronic migraines, all the things. Yes, it's taken years, six years to be exact to get some diagnoses. But I now know what my challenges are and can make the most of it. Wow. Amazing. It's amazing that you're like, you just, you're just owning it and saying, all right, this is the hand I'm dealt and I'm going to teach other people that this doesn't have to be their story. That's exactly, exactly. The first year after the accident, I had to lay flat in the bed for 23 hours of every day. I I literally, I couldn't walk. I couldn't talk. I couldn't hear or see correctly. And I, my family had to do everything for me. I literally could not take myself to the restroom. So I completely missed my daughter's senior year of high school. Sorry, wow. that's emotional for me. That's okay. That's okay. So, and you had a lot of people helping you, obviously. Yes. My son was a freshman. My little guy was four years old. Mm-hmm. And so I completely missed an entire year of their lives. Wow. And I, Allison, I prayed and prayed that I would die because mm-hmm. I was not living. I was simply existing. Yeah. And I knew that I had enough medication to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I had this moment of clarity where I remember thinking, you know, what if I don't just resign myself to lay here and die? What if I actually try to get better? Mm-hmm. And if I do get better, what if I'm able to use my experience to help someone else? As a former educator and social worker, that mm-hmm. motivated me. So right there, I decided I'm going to fight to live with the intention of using my story to help other people. And and that's what I do. Wow. Amazing. So not only have you been through tremendous adversity, but you're helping other people find their story in whatever challenges they're facing too. Yes, exactly. Wow. Amazing. 
Amazing. So, so tell me a little bit then about how you work with your clients then. Like, obviously you have to, you probably spend a lot of time with them to understand what their story is and what their challenges are. So why don't we start with, first of all, how do people find you? Well, I will tell you to begin with, it all started with, I I have lots of chronic illnesses. And so I have to be super, super careful, not only what I put in my body, but what I put on my body. I'm sure. So as a disabled person laying in the bed all the time, so much negativity happening in my head, Mm -hmm. feeling horrible about myself, living under the stigma of being a disabled person, Mm -hmm. I needed to do something that was going to help me feel better. Uh-huh. There are a few um, things I did here, but the one that really um, sent me forward was I did some extensive research on finding a cosmetic and skincare company uh-huh. that's actually good for your skin, that has a uh-huh. clean label, that's long lasting, anti-aging and good for your skin. And I'm, I don't, I know your listeners can't see this, but I'm rubbing my finger, my finger against my lips and showing Allison that it doesn't budge off. Oh, it wow. doesn't come off. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The whole cosmetic line is like uh-huh. that and it's anti-aging good for your skin. Mm-hmm. So I started doing this there. The corporate office is two hours from me. Mm-hmm. And so I go to the corporate events. Well, they uh-huh. heard about my story and asked me to share my story from stage at their largest conference they have in, in front of 2,000 women. Wow. So developing my story to share it and being able to share it was such a powerful thing for me. It was life-changing for me. I'm sure. I, deci- I decided other people need to do this. I need mm-hmm. to help other people do this. Everyone, I firmly believe that everyone has a story worth sharing. Yeah. It's not as dramatic as mine, but you know what? It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Everyone has a story worth sharing. And I want to help them find that power within, be able to develop their story and share it with others. Mm. So I I have a website that they Mm -hmm. can go to that you asked the question you asked. Sorry, long story. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. How they find me. My website is get Amy's help. Dot com, okay. G-E-T-A-M-Y-S-H-E-L-P.com. Uh-huh. And I have lots of things on there that they can look through. I do motivational speaking, coaching, and then I have my little business too, where I help others become entrepreneurs. Oh, okay. So you help people start their own business then? Yes. Okay. Yes. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So so walk me through then, like it, it sounds like there's a number of different ways that people can find you. But walk me through kind of, you know, the typical, since this show is about client experiences, talk to me a little bit about how you create an experience for your clients and helping them tell their story. Of course. It starts by a booking a call with me. I want to get to know the person, what their goals are, what their mission is, what they're struggling with, what they really want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. We've got to start there because I can't just throw you in one of the programs and say, start here. Mm -hmm. It's got to be a personalized experience with everything I do. I start with a booking a call to talk to them about what they're experiencing, whether it's wanting to share their story or wanting that cosmetics and anti-aging skincare. Mm -hmm. Um, Either way, I start with booking a call. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of decide where to go from there. I have, like like you said, different paths. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I heard you say, Allison, that your plan B became your plan A. Yeah, sure and did. That's, that's exactly how I feel. I, that resonated uh-huh. with me so deeply because that's exactly what I'm experiencing. Uh-huh. And so I... I have... I, I developed a program called Your Story and Stages. 
Okay. Because what I found, especially with me, low energy, I don't know if you're familiar with the spoon theory or mm-hmm. not. A little bit. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Yes. So I have a certain amount of spoons that I can use each day. Mm-hmm. And every activity I do takes a, takes a specific amount of spoons, but I only have an, a certain amount of spoons I can use each day. So I have to really be guarded of my energy and the way I use my time. Mm-hmm. And so I developed this story in stages where I share a, a just a piece of my story. Mm-hmm. It's, it's connected to an emotion, mm-hmm. but I go through a hundred of these. I feel like People are not familiar with emotions. Like Mm -hmm. if I ask you how you're feeling, most people will list one of five things on one hand, the emotions. Pretty much. Right. I would agree with that. Yeah. I go through 100 different emotions in this program and I share a part of my story where I have experienced one of those emotions and ask them in turn to write down to think about when they have experienced that emotion in their world too, Mm -hmm. that becomes part of their story. Mm -hmm. So it's 100 days. It's multifaceted. And I, it sounds like it. Yes. I created it it like that on purpose because it it has to be intentional. It has to be deep. I don't want just your surface level. Mm -hmm. I, I I would, and I'll tell you why I called my business polish the mirror. Mm -hmm. When I was laying in that bed flat for 23 hours of every day, telling myself I wanted to die, Mm -hmm. I realized I cannot keep doing this. If I'm going to actually live, something has to change. Mm -hmm. I have to change something. I was pouring negativity in in all the time. Mm -hmm. And I realized that has to change. Mm -hmm. And so not only did I stop that, but I replaced it. I had to replace it with something. Mm-hmm. So I began listening to Dr. Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins, all uh-huh. those other luminaries, pouring all of that in. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was introduced to Rumi. That He has a quote that goes like this. Ye who seek God apart, that which you seek thou art. If mm. you wish to seek the beloved's face, polish the mirror and gaze into that space. Mm. That spoke to me on a deep level because it tells yeah. me that if mm-hmm. I polish the mirror and look deep within, I can find all the answers I'm looking for right yeah. there inside of myself. Yeah. Well, all of us, we are the magic. That's what so many people, I think, spend their life always looking for what they need outside of themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I called my business Polish the Mirror for that reason mm-hmm. that I have found my own hero within. She's mm-hmm. in there. She's inside all of us. He's inside you, other people, mm-hmm. you know, he or she is inside yes. there. We have to tap in there. Yeah. Look, polish the mirror, look in there and be willing and able to listen to what he or she has to tell us. Mm-hmm. And that that has been so powerful for me. Wow. It's amazing. Polish the mirror. It's such a, it's a very simple way of just reminding people that we should be taking a look always at what's inside of us. But polish the mirror is just a very simple way of saying it, I think, right? Exactly. Yes. So you do a call with people, you take them through this journey of a hundred different emotions. So you basically, and so is this like over a, say a three month period, a two month period? Like I realize everybody's probably individual, but what does that actually look like? You're right. It does depend on the person, how fast they want to go or if they want it to be spread out. Mm -hmm. Because what I'm finding is it's a deep thing. When people take it seriously and actually do the work, 
-hmm. It's very emotional. It's very deep. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it takes two or three days to sit with what you have discovered. Some of these people are discovering things that they didn't know were buried in there. Yes. And these things are coming out and they're just like, I don't know what to do with this. Mm -hmm. What do I do with it? So it takes a few days to sit with them and kind of, you know, absorb what's actually happening and how to process it. Yeah. And, And so we go through this process. And then at the end, I then it, there's an extension. It's like it just keeps going and going. Because it, a very just, unique experience, it sounds like. So it's very personal. That's what I'm hearing you say. You spend a lot of time with your people. So and you do that, you do that by design because it is, it's it's it, in doing the deep work, there's a lot that you're uncovering with them, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so at the end of that. Then we're able to move to the next stage if they're willing to or if they want to. Mm -hmm. That is called um, emotion frequency. Mm -hmm. Like every emotion has a frequency or a vibration. Right. It vibrates. It sits within us at a different Mm -hmm. frequency. Mm -hmm. And so it's about recognizing what emotion Mm -hmm. I'm feeling. That's why I do 100 of them, Mm -hmm. because I want them to recognize this is what I'm feeling. I don't like this feeling. I want it to be a higher frequency or a higher vibration. Mm -hmm. How am I going to do that? Mm -hmm. So I developed a, an emotion frequency chart that goes through these hundred emotions, but I put them in 10 different stages. Okay. So you you can identify where you are on the chart. I'm at stage two. I don't want to be at stage two. Those are not good feeling emotions. Mm -hmm. I want to be up at stage five. But, mm-hmm. but Allison, I can't jump from stage two to stage five. Yeah. It's just not a healthy way to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can move at the most two stages at once, but I want to move one stage at a time. So when you're so taking if- them through their own journey, you're kind of showing them these are the emotions and you're helping them find something in their life that mirrors that emotion. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Because I mean, I think I think most people understand that emotions are simply just vibrations that we feel in our bodies, but they come from what we're thinking. That we don't just feel yes. something out of the blue. You know, if we're feeling something, it's because we're thinking a thought that's going with it. Exactly, exactly. Our thoughts rule our world. Yeah, and we absolutely. don't we don't give them enough attention. Yeah, and so I've created a brand new. Visionary Retreat Leaders Checklist. This is pure gold, folks. This is all stuff that I have learned through my own planning processes over the last 10 years that I've been delivering retreats. So if you want to get your hands on a copy, it's absolutely free. You can go to my website, www.theallisonk.com. Click on the can work with me icon, work with me, which is on the left-hand side. If you go to my website and click it and you start scrolling down the page and there'll be a pop-up window that will appear and you can just put your email address in and we'll be glad to send it to you. So make sure you take advantage of this. This is an amazing free offer. This is worth its weight in gold. And quite honestly, I see a lot of people charging a lot of money for the stuff that I'm just giving to you for free. So go get your hands on it. I would love to get your feedback, see what you think, but definitely take it as a free gift from me because I really believe in over-delivering and over-sharing. And I just want you to be able to have it so that you can start using it and planning your own retreats and events. So take advantage. I would love to hear what you think. So you're walking them through this process then. 
And this is like very intimate and personal that you're doing with people. So this is just a one-on-one container, I'm guessing, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, And then at the end, talk to me about what you help them do at the end. Like what's the result? So after we get through the emotion frequency chart and we learn how to use that, learn to identify the emotions, learn how to move up the chart on your own. You don't need me to move up the chart. You have to be recognize the thoughts you're thinking and you can do move up the stages on your own. Then I, I teach them or, or inform them if they're most people know this, but they don't know the facts behind it, mm-hmm. but we have emotions that get stuck in our bodies. Oh yeah. They get trapped in yep. there, especially mm-hmm. the negative ones. Mm-hmm. And those trapped emotions clog up the system. Yeah. Preventing the positive ones from being able to do what they do or for preventing us from being able to feel them fully. Mm-hmm. So I help them figure out which emotions are trapped inside there. And I, I actually release them for them. So how does that work? It's an I'm, energy. I'm betting there are people listening going, okay, how does she do that? Yes. <laughs> it is something you have to be trained to do, mm-hmm. but it is pretty much energy medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's works with vibration and with energy. And I don't know if you're familiar with muscle testing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That it's pretty much what that is. Um, okay. It's based on Dr. Bradley Nelson's The Emotion Code. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you that, take people. So there's like a, a, a several things that you walk people through. And again, this is a very personal, intimate container is what it sounds like to me. That's really what's coming yes. up for me and how you design your experiences. Yes. So at the end... When you help people release the feelings and the emotions that are no longer serving them, and you're you're teaching them to connect really to something within themselves that exists at a much higher level, you're actually yes. helping them connect more to what's next for them in their life. Is that right? That's exactly right. Yes. So you're really yes. more of a you're really you're a story development coach, but you're you're what's coming up for me is that you're more of a personal development coach too. I, yes, I would say that. Okay. Yes. And would yes. you say that most of the people that you work with then are are people who have had, you know, significant challenges they've had to deal with, whether they're physical handicaps like yourself, or maybe it's some type of life transition or life challenge that they're navigating and they're just feeling like they're not making any progress? Yes. Most of them feel stuck. Yeah. Like I'm at a plateau. I don't know what to do. I've had some success, but I'm kind of stuck. I don't know where yeah. to go from here. And I can't seem no matter what I do, it doesn't seem to propel me forward. Mm-hmm. What is happening? It in almost all always it's something within that's stuck inside. There's something mm-hmm. they're dwelling on. They don't know yeah. that they're dwelling on it, yeah. but it's stuck in there, preventing them from being able to move to the next step along their journey. And so in just taking them through this battery of exercises and this personal container, you're helping them kind of write a new story. Is that an accurate way to say it for themselves? Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly what what happens because so often, I think I said this earlier, they don't realize this is what's happening. They don't know that it's stuck. Well, we're creatures of habit and we get used to doing the same things. And we sort of resolve ourselves, this is as good as it's going to get. This is just the hand that I've been dealt. This is just the way that it is. There's another expression that I hear people use a lot. 
Yes. I, the thing I hear people say the most is, how did you know that about me? How did you yeah. know I was experiencing that? How did you know I was feeling that emotion? Yeah. And I'm just like, it, it's just what I do. It's something yeah. I've been, I feel like it's a gift uh-huh. and it's my plan B that turned into a plan yeah. A uh-huh. that I, I was an educator. I didn't intend to do this as a, you know, as a career, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it has just, it's, it's what happened. And Allison, People think this is weird, but I actually work on animals too. Animals have emotions that are stuck. Mm -hmm. I go to the animal shelter. I used to volunteer at the animal shelter here locally. Mm -hmm. You cannot imagine the emotions those animals in the animal shelters are feeling. Oh my word. It's so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But when I am able to release those emotions, obviously the animals can't tell me. But the people will tell me, I feel like such a weight has been lifted. Like I have a new lease on life and I can see things more clearly now. Well, to the, to the human body, and I'll just put on my health and fitness hat here for a minute to the human body, stress is stress. Stress is emotional stress. It can be physical stress. It can be, you know, any type of, of stress. It's stress is the, it's the same response in our body across the board, really, no matter where it comes from. So, and when we don't release that stress, to your point, it we do, we store it in our body. And from a physical standpoint, it shows up as muscle tension. It shows up as, you know, to your point, chronic migraines or, you know, repeated sickness or, you know, whatever, injuring, easily injuring yourself or whatever, you know. And so a lot of that stress, when stress doesn't have anywhere to go, it just kind of sits in the body, right? And exactly. so- so there's there's a lot of ways to look at that. So yes, and yeah. and this is a a huge part of the reason I've been able to do as much as I do because mm-hmm. I had to relearn to walk again. I had to yeah. relearn to drive again. All of those things. Uh-huh. And I mean, the bot my body was so stressed just from the trauma that it had been under. Yeah. So I bet. to be able to process all of that and work through it. Wow, to be able tremendous. to go through this process to release yeah. all of that. It's mm-hmm. something I do on a daily basis because yeah. in all honesty, it's not ever finished. Mm-hmm. It, oh, we're always a work finished. in progress. I believe yes. that. We're always yes. a work in progress. So two two ways I want to approach this question. The first is talk to me a little bit about some of the challenges as a business owner, like with consistently being able to get your message out to consistently be able to get connected with the right clients. Um, talk to me about the challenges that you, that you have with that. Uh, I'll tell you the, my biggest challenge is people don't like messy. People don't like to admit the ugly stuff that's going on within them. Mm-hmm. And so once they start doing this deep work inside and they see what's there I mean, it's, it's not uncommon. It's inside all of us. Mm -hmm. It's addressing it, getting it out, releasing it. That's going to help. But a lot of people, once they see that Mm -hmm. shut down and they just do not want to continue because Mm -hmm. they don't like to acknowledge that that's what they're seeing once they see inside themselves. Yeah. It's very, um, I don't, there's just a lot of things that we don't want to do because it's uncomfortable. This is why you don't see people talking openly about their feelings and areas that are like, you know, it's just like, Ooh, I don't like the way that feels. So I'm just going to go over here and do this instead. Right. We all do it. Exactly. Vulnerability is, 
it's a very, very healthy place to be, but it's yeah. a hard place to get to. It's yeah. a hard place to be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the biggest challenges I have Yeah, is with finding, helping people become comfortable with being vulnerable within them own, within their own selves. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So from a business perspective, though, as a business owner, talk to me about some of your challenges with you know, running your business with staying connected to the right people to, you know, you, I would suspect that you have to be doing marketing and prospecting and you probably have certain things that work for you. But I would imagine that it's, it's, you're really, you know, like all of us, there's a specific kind of person and the more we can niche down to that, the better off we're going to be, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I struggle because I have physical limitations and energy limitations. So I have to really be careful and protective of my energy. I understand that. Yeah. Yes. And so I struggle to find people who are willing to work with my, with my limitations. Once they know, they completely understand. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do struggle to find people who are willing to do this work Mm -hmm. um, because it is so, so deep and so in-depth. And it's difficult to market it Mm -hmm. correctly because Mm -hmm. as you see, there are so many layers to it. Mm -hmm. And if I market it as too emotional, then people are not going to want to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I have struggled with finding people for that reason. So I would think that being on a platform like this is, is what's really helpful for you. Have you, have you thought about having your own show? It's so funny. You should say that. I have I have done other podcasts and almost mm-hmm. every time they ask me that, they yeah. say, you need to have your own show where people can tell their stories. Well, in today's day and age, there's so many ways that you could do it too. Um, it doesn't really have to even look like, and that's what the beautiful thing about podcasting is, is that you can, there's so many different ways that you could do it. I'm sure there's a way that you could find an avenue that would, you know, support what it is that you need. I could do it like the Frasier show where people call in and yeah. I just help them work, walk through it. <laughs> you could, you could. That would be fun. That would actually yeah. be fun. Yeah, you could. But so do you, how do you market yourself online? I market myself as a disabled entrepreneur and a story development coach because mm-hmm. more people can relate to that. More people are willing to at least step out and book a call with me to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's getting them on the call. Yeah. Once I get them on the call and I can I really have a a good sense about a person mm-hmm. um to see you know exactly what's not exactly what's going on but in the area of what they really need my help with. If I can just get them on a call, then it, we seem to go uh, pretty nicely from there. Okay. Okay. So you obviously network with other professionals. You probably get referrals and you, you know, work your email list and all the traditional things, right? But as far as an online footprint, like how do you do that? I go live a lot uh, on, especially on Facebook. I, I know people are terrified of going live. But I actually enjoy going live because my my mission is to help people. And I feel like it's that like, know, and trust Mm -hmm. factor. People have to kind people have to get to know me before they can start to like me and before they can start to trust me. And when people see you talking in real time, they do start to trust you because they see that you're legitimate and that, you know, you're not just some guru. I mean, I think anybody can write something, but um, but I think. A video piece is really big. 
Yes. I have a lot of people who respond to my videos and share them. And I hear all the time what an inspiration I am and how strong I am and how courageous and brave I am, which, you know, is nice. I love hearing those Mm -hmm. things too. Yeah. But I I do seem to reach people through my live videos. Yeah, I would guess. I would bet that to be the case. So, so, well, this is probably a super easy question for you to answer because I know you probably have lots that you could share, but what, what what are some of your best wins that you could share with my audience? Oh goodness, um, I'll do a couple of different ones because they're okay. they're in a couple of different areas. One of my clients told me recently, she said, "Amy, thank you so much for helping me feel pretty again. I haven't felt pretty in so long." Wow, yeah, fabulous. That yeah. that's one of my uh, cosmetic and skincare clients. Uh huh. And the other client, the just recently said to me. I don't know how you do what you do, but it works. I don't know how you knew that this is what I was feeling, but I feel like a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders. And can we do this again? Oh, wow. Interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it when um, people just reaffirm, you know, reflect back to you, like that, you know, what your purpose is and that you're exactly where you should be. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's the best way that people can connect with you? I know you mentioned your website earlier. What was that again? It's getamyshelp.com. Okay. I'm also on, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, pretty much just look up Amy Thurman. Mm -hmm. There aren't a lot of us, but I'm the one with the walker. I Uh have to use a walking device um, if I am going to walk too far. So that's me. Those are the best ways to connect with me. Okay. Any parting words before we wrap up? Anything you would like to share? I will also say you can also go to getamyscalendar.com to book a call with me. That's probably the easiest way to book a call. Okay. To get Amy's calendar. Okay. To, To end, I will say that remember that you are not your circumstances. Whatever is going on in your world, you did not choose that. I had to come to the realization that life is happening for me, yep. not to me. That's something Tony Robbins has taught me, Yeah, that life is not happening to me. Life is happening for me. And it, whatever is happening around me and in my circumstances, I, it, I, I have to decide what to yep. do with that. Am yep. I going to let it drag me down and push mm-hmm. me to the bottom? Or am I going to use it as a stepping stone to mm-hmm. lift me higher up? Mm-hmm. And you're... The choice is up to you. You make that decision ultimately. So choose the high, choose to use it as a stepping stone and your Mm -hmm. life will change. I I can tell you that firsthand. I think a lot of people, if they would just understand the first part of what you said, that nothing ever happens to us. It's so easy, I think, to slip into a victim mindset and Mm -hmm. start thinking that, why is this always happening to me? And look, I think if we're all being honest, we've all thought it you know, um, but I love how it's just, again, a simple reminder that if we frame anything that happens in our life, we can turn it into an opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. But it all starts in the mind. It's a mindset shift that you have to constantly be practicing every day before I get out of bed, before I open my eyes, I start with thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. As soon as I wake up, I start Thank, 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 thank you. Yeah. And well, gratitude is a is a gratitude is a very high vibration. It's one yes. of the best places that we can be. So yes. 
Yeah. Outstanding. Thank you so much for making time to talk to me today. I really appreciate it. It's been an honor, Allison. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it so much. Of course, my pleasure. And so folks out there listening, if you would like to connect with Amy, you can find, scroll down and find her website in the show notes. You can book a free call with her, see if what we have talked about today has really resonated with you. And more importantly, if you feel like a friend or colleague needs to hear this conversation, please feel free to share that with them as a free gift from me. You can copy the link or you can reach out to me on my website at www.theallisonk.com and connect with me. And either myself or someone on my team will be happy to do that for you. Um, If you are in the business of client experiences, I would love to talk to you. If you have a unique perspective, if you have a pretty unique way that you design and do your client experiences, that's what we want to talk about here because a client experience to create real transformation is about more than just a transaction or a sale. It's about walking the road with the people that we're serving to help get them the change and the result that they want. And this is the space where we talk about really creative, innovative experiences in order to do that. So that's what I got for you this week on the podcast. Um, thanks for tuning in. And as always, for all of your support, we'll see you right here on the next episode. Mm-hmm.